I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Guys. Guys, things are fucking happening. I'm, I walked in this morning or just now this afternoon and i was it took my breath away we have i've thanks, done that unthinkable thanks to ms shane halls leader of the pack we have now been legitimized mic stands are in play we are speaking into mic stands i feel like i'm in a bona fide studio i'm in fucking abbey road doll <laughs> doll we've crossed the street we've into cr- abbey road we're in the stew love. we're in the stew at, at we're at bbc studios Recording all from <laughs> live from the, what is his name? Zane, whatever, BBC, Apple Music, Beats by Zane. Okay, well, I mean, it's a lot to really un- unpack and get into because you might just have a hard time with audio engineering and getting people's levels. It's not my specialty, and I accept that about myself, and we all have our limitations. But... You're doing it. This is great. This is like, I feel really. It feels very um, call her daddy. I know. That's like an inspiration for me is when I see the girlies in a big chair with their like professional mic stands. I'm like, I I need to be that bitch too. You did it. I love a handheld, but there's a lot of drift. And then, I mean, the acoustics of this room, don't get me started. It's a whole thing. It's very, uh, dare I say, uh, it's very Dale of you. Very Dale bringing in the you know setting up being sort of behind the scenes tech no like i'm a roadie you're you're I like, was like i'm true, the fucking roadie of this podcast you are like the tour manager and you're like bringing it your you know you're bringing in the equipment the tech person you're behind the scenes doll i'm making it all happen you are i'm like this like, podcast is literally an independent endeavor love this is rock star this is like the producer. You're Lori Metcalf and Hacks. Honestly, I am. When I got these and set them up, I You're... was so excited to wrap a mic cord around a stand and like get it in the right place. I was like, you sleep standing up. Work. Yeah. <laughs> you sleep I in piss jeans. standing up. <laughs> you piss at the urinal with you, you, you arch your hips forward and you just kind of, you arms at your side and, and you're I like, hell yeah. Point. Yeah. Aim and let it go. Have you ever pissed standing up? No. That would be pee running down my well, leg. I don't know. You don't know. No, I know, but like 
just to try it. There is something that was on my Amazon wish list for a while, which is like a it's like a girly cone or something. <laughs> it has like a very strange name, but it's so you can pee standing up. And it's like a cone that you put over your vagina. It's like a strap on for peeing. It's just a cone. It's a beer bong for your kind of, but piss. not that long, but right. it, enough to get it where you would ideally pee into the cone. It would funnel it out, and then you're just squirting. Love that. I'm like, that's rad. I want that. It would be good for like any sort of festivals or anything. Yeah, where you don't any want to put... camping or anything where a guy can like walk over to a tree and just like urinate. Yeah. It's like dehumanizing to have to take off your pants be pretty much naked from waist to ankle and then squat splash on yourself like it would be i'm just yeah it would be good i thought it's also like if you're at some kind of hayride or a festival and you have to venture oh, into a porter potty a hayride my god you i mean i i you know you don't want to sit down in a porter potty no so it's is and it's good. It's kind of like good on Amazon in a way for supporting flexible gender. Well, I think moments. Amazon will sell anything. No, I'm I'm making a joke <laughs> about Amazon being an ally. Amazon's like, if you're buying it, we're selling. Yeah, it. we're selling it. Yeah, I think they would sell just about anything. My mom. They'd sell like someone's teeth. Oh, if they yeah. could make a buck. They will. <laughs> My mom told me recently, I don't know where some of my mom gets some of her news, but she was like, well, Jeff Bezos was apparently playing with himself on the end of a yacht. <laughs> I was like, what? When? Bald Daddy Bezos was going to town with the self-stimulation? Or like, grab, when you was know, this? like, kind of grabbing his, I don't know, I guess he was on some yacht recently. I don't know. Adjusting my, I, himself? I think she was adjusted, but my mom made it seem like he was being like. I would think your mom would be into Bald Daddy B. No. Really? I don't think so. Why not? I don't know. I don't think my mom's a fan of like anyone who has that much power. Interesting. Interesting twist. She has her limits. Okay. I respect that. My mom is a, you know, she's sus. She's sus of powerful men. Mm-hmm. As she should be. Um, But yeah, she was She was like, oh, he's gross, that man. <laughs> wow. I was like, damn, mom. I'm loving learning this like... Dorothy mom, hot take. My mom is a, you know, she was in her pro, pro-choice club at her all-girls Catholic college. She mm-hmm. was like in the pro-choice league or whatever. Like she was, my mom has been a radical before. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, what's going on? Elon just bought Twitter. It's official. He now owns Twitter. Cool. Are you going to stay on? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? It's like people being like i'm leaving it's like it's you know old boss meet new meet new boss do you think jack dorsey was good did he like have to buy twitter is that the thing if you say like i'm gonna buy this company and then you try i'm like so confused by that and no one ever issued just like an explanation for why he was then forced to buy something i know i feel like meet the media like tech media like they just assume we know what's going on it's like i need to be literally spoon-fed this information because i have no idea what the fuck you're saying no please just tell me it in the most basic layman's terms. <laughs> He's showing us his booty. He turned his back to Mango. He turned his back to you both. He's like, I can't look at this. I'm... I guess... We'll circle back to this, but just while it's in the top of my head, I'm 
have an appointment in two weeks at the pet psychic and i'm so fucking excited my nail lady she saw she conversed with this psychic about her cat and she told me like everything and i was like give me this person's number like i'm making an appointment and if it goes well i'm literally getting every single person in my life for christmas an appointment with this pet psychic where are they located i don't know she she like talks to you gets like the info about your pet and then you send her a picture she communicates with the pet through the picture and then she tells you about like what they talked about but like she fucking is communicating also she has like a full-blown day job so she's doing this as a side hustle she's the real deal my nail no tech comment. would not my nail tech would not lie about this and she was really sus like went into it sus and then she was like this woman knew things that she could not have known about me and my like, cat because of the because the cat was like watching like when no one like the cat had info she communicates she's <laughs> fucking communicating and telling you right. these things well i look forward to hearing about it um yeah but i'm i'm worried because i don't want tony to be like i hate it when you record at home you know what i mean yeah this is giving this body language is giving fugue yeah but i mean we'll see i'm open to i'm open to working it out i i mean it'd be amazing if dogs and and cats like do have like complicated thoughts but also according to this woman like they have favorite things and they have things that they don't like And, like, things that that really bother them. I think she said, I guess, according to Cherry, my nail tech, she, the pet psychic, says some animals, like, talk and talk and talk to her and, like, tell her everything. And then some animals just, like, show her imagery. (laughs) But it's, I'm truly just, like, what the fuck? Like, I want Mango to just show. Ready to go. I want Mango to just, like, astral project, like. I think he's an image guy. Why? Just look at him. You, I think he's an image boy. You like to. I think he's. You question he his intelligence. A he's an extremely intelligent animal. Uh, he's a soulful king. He's very smart. Yeah, I think I want to know. Like I imagine, I want to know what Tony's voice sounds like. I want to know. That's one he's thing. A talker. Yeah. yeah, I always imagine. Like, does Mango have like a high pitch voice, or is it like? <sighs> I feel like Hard it's a high say. pitch. It could be. He's my baby. He's baby. Mango has like a. Or Tony probably has like a baritone yeah i wonder Mom. if it's like surprises mama yeah i just i'm so excited but i'll i'll keep everyone posted obviously um but back to the twitter of it all i'm just kind of like yeah it's shitty i mean i he's probably going to do some bad shit but like i just i'm not i think all those people are bad like not one of them is yeah we're not in good hands with any of them so it's like i'm kind of when people were like oh it's like, what, you, we want a good billionaire. We want a good hundred billionaire. You know what I mean? It's like, you're not going to find that. So it's like. Well, I think Twitter in it in and of itself is like a stressful and dark place for the most part. So I don't foresee that getting any better or worse necessarily. It's just like, it's now just a tool that someone rich enough can use to like work seamlessly with all the other shit that they're doing it was like a flex i think he just wanted to do it i think he almost impulsively said he would and then like was like oh shit i actually have to do this because there was a lot of back and forth i think i think he was gonna he wasn't gonna go through with the whole sell 
like the sale and it was like 40 billion dollars and then but then you just have to do it then i think he was like i what i think is he just kind of in an arrogant way was like yeah i'll buy twitter and then everyone was like all right and then he was like sure i'll do it and then he had to get serious and then he was like oh wait i don't actually want to spend 40 billion dollars and then they were like you suck and then he was like well now i have to do it and now he did it someone needs to write in and explain it because i was just like i don't get this and like Therefore, I don't care. But I'm also not super on Twitter that much. So I have no so skin in the game. Week? I did tweet this I went, week. Oh. I didn't know Every where it went. Every I like to come out of the blue. I'm like, I, I don't know the need context, to... but I liked it. I don't know if I need to just make my Twitter private and then I can like say whatever I want and not have to worry about getting like replies from rando people trying to be like, um, actually, like that's my least favorite thing. You could also do circle tweets. Circle tweets, though, they're not, like, getting engagement, really. It's just, like, into oh, the void in a way. I engage on my circle tweets. Really? People, it's fun. It's like... They have a conversation with you? It's almost like when you're playing 7-Up and everyone puts their heads down and then, like, a few people look up and they see each other. That's what it looks like. They'll come out the gates yeah. with, like, a I see you. Yeah, or they'll, like, reply and be like, fucking hate this person. It's, yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. I don't know. I have to figure it out. Or I could I, just continue to not and like live my life and be perfectly happy without yeah. it as like an element of I, my existence. I, I get I think people have legit concern because he I think his he attracts like it's like a spider web of like bad men that flock to Elon Musk, mm -hmm. like incelly kind of men and people who are like really just like annoying. And I think he they're hoping he's going to like destroy the wokeness of twitter but i don't think anything's gonna change so it's kind of whatever there it's like all those like really annoying people are hoping elon will come in and just like own the libs and then when he doesn't do that and it's just same as business as usual and it continues to be a screaming hell for everyone it wouldn't be in his best interest to do that because i'm pretty sure like i read a thing this week that was like 90% of the content on Twitter is created by 10% of its users. And I yeah. think the Twitter business model runs on having like blue check people and people with big presences contributing all day because that's like the entertainment factor. So if he alienates those people and they get off, then it's like bad for business. So Essentially, it's just like, I own this machine. thing. You work for Twitter. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, MeUndies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The Contoured Pouch and Ball Caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? 
I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. I mean, anyone that's like, if you're working, like if you're on even Instagram influencers and stuff, like at the end of the day, you work for this social media company and you're part of the thing, like keeping it afloat or part of that, like. But at least it's funny. It's funny and you get something out of it. Like you and you give people a lot of lols. So. But I I think you're right. I did read that. It's like they were breaking down like the what it 
what qualifies as like a power user and i was like child's play (laughs) i was like yeah it's like all day every day they were like but they were like if you go on seven days a week tweet three to four times a day i was like that's entry level i was like bitch that's like literally learning permit yeah that's like, not get that's on my nothing. level yeah get on the level of like the people who've been at it in the mines for 12 it, years it's now just stream of consciousness yeah. like it's not even like you count the times it's just like <laughs> it is just an extension of your brain and your ideas at this point i have noticed like people are saying the language of twitter and like the way people are t- i'm like I'm now getting to a place where, like, I don't know what the fuck people are talking about anymore. Like, I'm seeing tweets, especially from, like, queer people and, like, gays and or just, like, people in, like, the who are, like, millennial or Gen Z. And I just don't know what we're talking about anymore. I'm like, it's, like, almost nonsensical now, which in a way is, like, I guess that's art in, in some sense. But it's also, like... Now I think I've reached complete oversaturation because I don't know what the fuck anyone's talking about. Well, I think everything is just niching more and more. It's become too. It's become niche without. Sorry to interrupt you. It's become niche without intelligence behind it. It's like people are making. But people hyper... who are into whatever it is someone else is saying understand like what they mean and what they're talking about. I don't know. It's like it's become so hyper specific, these references that it's like people now I'm like, I don't even think you know what you're like, like subtweeting or no, just like, like people will just be like, people will just tweet like wild that people it's crazy that people like they'll tweet something that's so banal, like banal Mm -hmm. and be like as if it's does anyone else have this where you like get up every morning and like walk? It's like that kind of thing. And it's yeah. like, and, and then it gets a hundred thousand retweets and people are like, holy shit. Like I've been saying this and I'm just like, I don't know if like, I'm like, is this a, is this like a, the deepest might, level it's like troll? kind of like a bit almost. Mm, I think some, with some people it is, but some people it's, it's earnest. But that, the fact that I can't tell anymore means that like either I'm not as funny as I used to be or I'm old. It's just a new level. It's a new level of Twitter unlocked. But here's where it's the thing. back almost to the beginning where you're like, good morning, everyone. Like it used to be like, hey, Twitter, like every like day. Kim Kardashian would be like, hey, guys. Yeah. And now it's like, does anyone else like wake up and they and you like open your eyes? The fuck? I th- I, I, I hear you. I think it, some of it, I, I think you can tell when it's a bit and then people don't realize that and then they get mad at that person not knowing Or they're like, yes. Or they're like, it's just sincere. Like they're like. I like sincere banality as like, just like that's where people's brains are at is fascinating to me. And I kind of have no choice but to stand. Me too. It's, lo- it's COVID brain cell loss at play. It is. And it's also like. The craziest thing, too, is, like, Twitter prompts. And it's always the same. Every few months, someone tweets the same thing. Does anyone else think Nate from the Devil Wears Prada was actually the villain? And they'll tweet that, like... That's been really going I'm like, going we fucking know again. this. We have set... We have made it... We have established this. We've been through it. And literally, it, it's, like, it feels actually like I'm in... A, something's glitching. Because I'm, like, I feel like we all just talked about... We all just talked about this and agreed on this three months ago and six months before that. And now people are doing it again. But the nature of the Internet and social media and like the news cycle is so repetitive, repetitive. And it it is just like 
everyone does this one thing and then you forget quickly and then it like happens again and then attracts like a new realm of people that are like oh my god yeah and then like it just is yeah that's the thing that's why it's almost like it's like a brainless organism it is there's this one user who his name is eric alper and he has like millions of followers and he just tweets i feel like he has scheduled prompts where he'll just tweet to get engagement he'll be like what's the saddest celebrity death and it's like every (laughs) week and he's doing it and and he's every it's just like the same and like people then people tweet their their takes those people tweet their. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but he's asking the same questions every month it's like a new the same question every month different form and it's just you know it works for him yeah but it's it freaks me out you should start prompting people on twitter well i've done like funny prompts but also like i feel like we're getting to a point where someday it'll just be like is anyone else alive the answer is no no i'm really obsessed with tiktok diehard swifties getting into the, the bejeweled video and pointing out like what i didn't watch any of the videos i watched bejeweled i don't know if bejeweled? there's more. is that a yeah, song yeah that's a song um, i did i have to be honest i only listened to the first half of the album fucking fake ass bitch over yeah. here i've listened to the album 19 times okay. i've watched the bejeweled video um every time i walk in the room and then run over who and then the whole place shimmer you don't know that song <laughs> too deep but every time i walk in the room i can hear the whole place shimmer it's her, really, her, her, it's taylor just strutting it's her getting a chance to be like i'm sad and i'm kind of a victim but then i'm gonna strut and remember how hot i am does she have chunky bangs Oh, the chunky bangs are back. But the thing that the Swifties are on one about is like they think that this is Taylor's coming out song. Like this, they think I thought coming out as what a lesbian or bisexual. There's a girl on TikTok. I, my friend Elizabeth told me about this and sent me the video. Also, this is like if you could imagine my like least favorite kind of person in the world. It's someone who's like earnestly fighting the good fight to like try and point out how taylor swift is actually queer and like being like look at this look at that and like comparing that's that's kind of sick it's like that's not your business well also it's like i don't think it's true i think it's a reach i think that these fans just decide that the they want and yearn so badly for like lore and folklore they love lore and so they're just trying to create like more lore and i'm obsessed with loving something so much you're doing like fan fiction essentially but just you're doing it in a really annoying way i mean they were remember when they were everyone was convinced she and carly Kloss were that's what this is about they're like this song is about this woman is like this song is about carly Kloss. here's why taylor is queer like look at this yellow yellow is a classic closeted color like that appears over and over it's truly like yellow i don't know yellow i don't know the references people are making shit up she's like look at her in this bejeweled corset similar to the one carly wore in this photo shoot like they think that she's and maybe she is i don't know but i'm also like you could say this about anything like i could make a video saying taylor swift like started isis and then find similarities to point out and give like a 
some sort of analysis and you can do this about anything and that's kind of what i love about the internet and tiktok I, now i do respect swifties for being so radical but also mm-hmm. i get tickled by it but then inducted into a swift psychosis now with the songs and there is something that she does in her songs where they get in your head unlike any other artist I've ever experienced and I would love it I don't have the time nor the energy but I need someone to do some sort of audio engineering like deep dive into like I think it's a way the music is arranged that it like like earworms into your skull it's like suggestive it's like some sort of suggestive technology or something it's like mesmerism it's something well it's kind of like in josie and the pussycats how there's like subliminal messages and all the music like there's there is something she's kind of a pied piper type it's pied pipering me and she's been like that since the get-go yeah she has an uncanny ability i think just to like churn out earworms and i think they're all maybe follow the same pattern to they some do. extent like it's like you know it's like it's very her but i'm also like there's just there's some sort of composer thing satan. taylor swift is lydia tar satan she made a deal with satan back in satan. wyoming pennsylvania i mean we'll see um no, it's literally. You remember that Savage Garden song? Every time I walk, I'm in a ba da ba ba ba. Yeah, drink a cherry cola. That's kind of her. Like she sort of adapted. It's like that really quick. Like, ooh, I want you. It's like fast, but then I... slow. Every time I walk into my eyes, you know. Yeah, there's some sort of witchcraft involved. Yeah, but I love it. I love it too. And I'll get I'll get to the album eventually. I mean, I implore you to listen because there's some bangers on it. Um I like I'm still Antihero. Really thrown by her aesthetics and her like looks. She had but a video I with I love that she loves I love that she loves it for her and she... that she's always ready to just like have a strut moment she's the ultimate strut she had a video with like a stacked cast right it was like john early laura dern zoe kravitz was john early in it i think he was in the anti-hero video oh i haven't watched that one she's got good taste yeah yeah her but her i mean yeah it's just a fascinating she's looks when i see taylor i see looks i'm also truly fascinated by her man Who's just booking? He no one books more than Joe Alwyn. He's now in the new Yorgos movie. Oh, cool! With Emma Stone. That's cool. No, I know, but it's like he's he's fascinating to me. He's like this stealthy working actor. Yeah, I think it's cool that he's like pretty quiet. You don't hear from him much. I did on the phone with him once. Oh yeah, because you interviewed him. Yeah, he had a sexy voice. I'm sure he did. Um. Anyways. Well, no, I, I will implore. I'm. <laughs> I will implore myself to finish. Midnight. I need to watch all the rest of the videos. I only thought there was a bejeweled out. Walking down the street in midnight. Um. <laughs> Isn't that her song style? Yeah. I love that. She song. loves midnight. I hate that song. But that's just me. It's just not for me. But I love that whole album. Speaking of Midnight's, I also implore everyone to listen to an extra special episode that I 
I dropped at midnight tonight, which was Saving Sex in the City 3, a Halloween spectacular. And it was the first time I've done that podcast in a year. And it's truly, I was re-listening it, to it today and crying. Who'd you do it with? My friend Rob. Um, nice. I'll have to listen. It is a horror, unhinged horror fiesta. Absolutely bone-chilling, disgusting, bloody horror. With the ladies? Mm-hmm. Is Che in it? It's a Blumhouse. It's like if Sex in the City and Blumhouse, early Blumhouse, collaborated on a feature film. Damn. Che Diaz is not in it. None of the newbies are in it. We had horror in the one we did, right? Yeah. There's always a, there's a many episodes that go into like a horrific place as they should, but this one is like ghastly. This one is like a straight up horror movie. All right, I'm gonna listen. Yeah, I I urge everyone to fuck with it because it is horror. It's just it's the it's my favorite thing that I do for absolutely no one's not any personal financial gain. <laughs> listen, I do it for the love art. of doing it and. For to give people something to laugh at and i i pay dearly to do it and i'm 1000 percent fine with that it's your personal magnum opus it is my passion project it gives me life it gives me hope it brings me so much joy and like i lydia tar no this is my like lydia tar before we get in really quick i you have to watch the criterion closet video of Kate Blanchett and Todd Field, who directed Tar mm-hmm. in the, you know, they have like actors go into the closet and they pick out movies. It's amazing. Okay. I just want to like, it makes you just want to sit there and just watch her like talk about movies and pick things out. Like, yeah. I need to rewatch Tar because I was just not in the right headspace to tar it up the first time. She There's this one part where she's like, have you ever seen Man Escapes? Which is a movie about a man escaping. <laughs> I was like, tell me. And I always forget you know. she has an accent. Australian, right? I know, but like, I just always, I know in my mind that she's Australian, but in my heart, I don't. Yeah, because I she's don't. She's one of the best to ever do it. She's an alien. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of aliens, <sighs> guys. Finally, the I'm Carrie. I'm Lara, and you're listening to the Sex Unique Podcast, Beverly, Beverly Hell's Angels. Angels. Finally, the fucking finale of this very, I think, lackluster reunion. No one wanted to get off their asses and work at this reunion. I'll tell you that much. Andy included, quite Kathy frankly. Did. Okay, Kathy, for... sat, Kathy sat. 
Kathy gave us a little camp. She did. As much as I'm like, about Kathy, her driving away in the golf cart into the damp alleyway was pretty iconic and camp. I'm about to, I'm about to go be- in fucking hard right. on a this I know, so you say moment All right. with Ms. Hilton and say some truths that people aren't probably going to want to hear or be ready to hear, but things I know in my soul to be true. And we'll get there, but I just want to like prep everyone. God damn. That's I like- want to prep everyone for like what's about to come because you know what? Screed. What's popular isn't always right, and what's right isn't always popular. That's like you just gave the equivalent of me threatening to delete Facebook. I don't, I'm not threatening anything. I'm just like telling people to buckle, buckle the fuck up. It's going to be a bumpy fucking ride. They're, they're not ready. Ah! They're, they're not ah! ready. Um, yeah, I give this whole reunion a C. Yeah, I give it a C minus. Maybe an F. I don't give it an F because it happened. I'm just giving, I just said that because it was funny. I give it a C minus. No one wanted to ask questions or press any issues. EJ Global honestly served. She worked. She fucking worked because this is now her job. It's actually, and I think that she should continue to be on the show. Oh, 100%. She now has a vested interest in showing up to work. She She has a financial stake. She has skin in the game. And... She really won me over at the by the end of this reunion. Remember when she coasted for a while because she was like for her entire tenure. No, on I the know. Show. And now she suddenly is the main character in a lot of ways. And how is she like suddenly? She's like bigger than ever. And I don't do mean, mean that as a diss. I mean that like like physically, her oh. physical presence. <laughs> she seems like she grew like three feet taller. Like she looks like. I guess I always thought of her as being more petite, and she... She's like the Jolly Green Giant? Yeah. Like maybe she's maybe a, her Ozempic made her grow. I don't think she's on an Ozempic journey. I, I think, think they're she's all like, on Ozempic. Kyle, for sure. I'm having, like, I have to be very radically honest. I'm having, like, and I talked to you about it before, this week I'm having, like, a moment with my body dysmorphia, and seeing this just made me, I was like, fucking Ozempic. <laughs> These women... All have this. It's like the spice. No, it I is. Know. And Kyle is positively Kyle's cinched. She is cinched. Her on the Halloween ends red carpet. Someone sent me that picture, and I literally was like, "Fucking, I'm gonna kill myself today." Did you watch it yet? No, I have no interest. Okay. I just like can't. All right. Maybe one day I will, as a joke, like get really stoned with someone fun and watch it. But like. I can't, like, put myself through that right now. I mean, you can get stoned and I'll watch it with you. Okay. I and would ju- do that. And I'll just be like, you're lol need. I have to watch it with someone that I can lol about it with because I'm certainly not going to watch it alone. I've now watched it twice and, ne- <laughs> and haven't finished it. It's your favorite No, movie. I literally have. I watched it once with Simon. Then I watched it again last week. And I still haven't finished it. And I don't know if I ever will. It's kind of nice to do that. <laughs> it's like, that was me with um, Ricky and the Flash. I never, I, wa- I never finished that either. I started watching it on the flight to when I was moving to LA. What a mo- what a movie to watch! I think I started it on a flight too, and I was just like, you know what, I'm good. Like, yeah, I, I was get like, it, I'm good, and, doll. and you know what, I never need to know how this ends. Yeah, I was like, I was like 45 minutes in, and they were like, we are now beginning our initial descent to Los Angeles, and I was like, well, you know what, we'll put a not even a pin in that. It's like that was nice. You're like, <laughs> that was great. Ricky and the Flash, <laughs> Ricky, like. 
Her with her hair braids and her little boots. She basically she had, had dreads. Yeah, she looked like the fucking Battlefield Earth with John Travolta. <laughs> that Scientology. Star. She was what? She was rock. I know she was certainly serving rock star, but she <laughs> she looked like a literal pirate. She was Johnny Depp. Mr. Dip. She was Jack Sparrow. She was Captain <laughs> Jack Sparrow. <laughs> anyway, um, um, yeah, that was my exact reaction. It wasn't even like I wasn't even mad. I was no, just like, was that like... was so whatever. And like, I'm great now. I never have to revisit this movie. I no, never, I never, I never will. even have to think about it again. I'm left with like a a sense of wonder. There are certain movies that you can just do that with, where you're like, it was fine while it lasted. I also had it with cake. That's another great movie to do that with. Two movies starring Mamie Gummer. <laughs> uh, Methinks a trend has been swapped. But I literally, I've tried watching Cake five times. That's another was, one that's like, it's I, really neither here I nor there. I couldn't. I couldn't watch. I just couldn't do it. And that was like, Ricky the Flash was more of a benevolent parting with. Like mm-hmm. I parted ways with Rich. I, I, I walked off set with Ricky and the Flash. With, Did you storm offset? With cake? With cake. No, I was more just like, I felt Jennifer just made me too sad. Yeah. I want, I want good the things listeners to weigh in and tell me, tell us, like, what are movies that you have just, like, watched some of? You don't turn it off out of anger, but no. you're just like, mm, all right, I'm done. Yeah, like, as I said, a benevolent part, like an a sort of neutral neutral parting yeah just kind of like a hmm. never look back neutral part you never wonder again like what happened but you wish them well yeah i would love to know i'd like to get a list of these movies and then like look into what's the through line for all of them ricky in the i'm now just thinking (laughs) i'm she i am literally shunked they styled her like that in the movie that is someone beyond. had a vendetta someone, someone had an axe to she grind literally looked like rumpelstiltskin in that <laughs> movie <laughs> she wore little like little boots and she, she had... looked like a half woman half goat like she looked like <laughs> she was like a pa- she was a pan yeah she was a fawn or whatever she was a fawn her oh, hooves my... stuffed into those little boots <laughs> Okay, so this... She wore the same outfit the whole movie. The same. Okay, Well, sorry. I think she was, like, unhoused. She didn't have much to her name. Ricky. <laughs> Old Ricky. <laughs> Wish her well. Don't know what happened. Don't care. But love her. Ricky. But also kind of don't care. Was unhoused. <laughs> I think she was... I think she was unhoused. I, she was. <laughs> Memory serves, but you know what? I'll never look back. Then please don't correct me. I really don't care. Not even angry, not happy, just a true. I wish her well on her journey. Hope she works it out with her kids and they house her. I don't know. Okay. Hope she buys a new on, move on, move on. Okay. Sutton and Sanjeet's date is first on the list. Andy also said something that I was like, this is gross. He's like, they're looking for something they're also looking for that d and he's like sutton and i was like yeah this was piggish i was like why are you at like he's like how many of you are (laughs) right yeah but i'm also like 
okay, well then let's have like a fun flirty conversation about it. Like you're gay and certainly are getting it in left and right. Yeah. So like that's one thing you and EJ can really hit it off about. Like let's talk about it. But stud. And then instead he's just like, hmm. Yeah, and he's so like he has a gift for asking the questions, but like And then zoning out. We could be I want to know more about Andy. I know. So Sutton Genuinely, I'd like to hear the stories. Everyone I, mm. I'm sure he says it in his book. He does. Yeah. Sutton gets attacked for her little kitty cat sweater, which she needed to be set straight. That's not a date look. Sutton was a flop this reunion. She really kept her mouth shut. She apologized. I saw a video. I tried not to watch too many BravoCon videos, but I saw a panel where she said, <laughs> thinking about Ricky. <laughs> I, she said, I wanted, I wanted to apologize to Garcelle for not standing up for her at the reunion. Yeah, well, because you people better were like, fucking go to work next season. Yeah, defend your fucking friends. Or just say something. She said two sentences i think honestly i think she might have been on a little too much like ativan or something to like calm her down and i think she took too much and was sort of like yeah what was going on she was having an outside of body moment i think she was astral projecting she was literally she was floating above herself what if she was like tripping balls the entire time she might have been what if she was like astral projecting and was like somewhere and like working for the government like in like china like spying she's like, like astral projecting she to like past lives yeah where she did live as like a chinese citizen in like an like a dynasty long long ago she was having like a mulan moment or what if uh what if she's employed by the cia to like spy on russia through astro via astral projection something was and happening <laughs> When you see her staring off, you know she's she's doing work. Rena for the walking government. in with that Manila fold her triggered her astral projection. She was like a folder, a document, and then went fully into her CIA operative like alternate existence. And she was no longer at reunion. No, at reunion, <laughs> yeah. Rena, Rena, I'm sorry. What the fuck was in that fucking folder? By the way, that why was, even? Why even? Bring why it? even? show her with that folder bravo what a liar. if you're no this is a bravo thing this isn't a rena thing this is a bravo and this is a story editor and producer thing don't you dare show me a manila folder full of receipts and then never speak on it ever again it's it's truly weird and i ju- i just need to i need to get this out now before get i get it out look this is the place i'm just reiterating it. as we and we we put a we let set this little thing out to see this season that I kind of want to forget. I don't like either. I don't. I'm not. I don't feel any way about really any of these women. Um, Rena and Kathy. I'm like could take or leave both of them. I'm not team Rena. I'm not team Kathy. But like Kathy Hilton, I I just I continue to be. I continue to guffaw at the. And I and I you know I've heard from people it's just we're just happy someone's taking Rena down. I'm like I just do not believe that Kathy Hilton is this like sweet kooky aunt Absolutely that everyone not. that everyone is painting her to be like oh Kathy she's people were like Kathy is eviscerating people left she's eviscerating EJ and I was like 
Here's my hot take look, on that. Please look at the source. This person is not like a good person. Here's my take on people that are riding hard for Ms. Hilton after they after watching the reunion if you're still in a place of like look at her fucking honest queen taking everyone down you have mommy issues and you need to work through those and you're not being honest about your own shit that's going on with your mom and your inability to like have a mother figure also be a villain but we'll get to that because ej reveals that she got some dick last night i got some last night it's amazing to be when the man, when he stays hot for hours. It's a relief. It's a relief. And they all go, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and he goes, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's a relief to be hard. To get hard, dick. Get- <laughs> <laughs> I love getting- I have a roster. I have a roster. People are sitting on the bench. Other people are called in. And it's a relief. It's when a hard pole plows me for hours. Oof. When a hard cock enters me. I, I like, feel wow. relieved. Everyone's like, wow, okay. I thought that Andy would be like, yeah, like, hell yeah, girl. He was kind of like. But he also like gives her a thing. I'm like, he went okay. Like, he kind of went. <gasps> yeah, I'm over that. I'm sorry. But if someone said like, that's the moment, not to be that bitch, but I'm like, this is a gay man's dream. Let's talk about the hard dick. Let's talk about low temper. And I don't like it when it's like someone's baited into being like, yeah, I'm having sex all the time. And their hard dicks are plowing my hole. And then you being like, hmm. They get into litigating EJ's addiction. (laughs) EJ's booze hound ways. And her telling Jax to fuck off, which was incredibly rude. And I forgot how shocking that moment was. Like they played it again and she goes, hey. What are you doing over here? Oh, fuck off. Go fuck off. Go fuck yourself. I was like, damn. Just point blank saying that to someone's kid is like very out of control and rude. And like, I agree with Garcelle. If she had said that to someone's kid, there would have been hell to pay. Yeah. And the fact that they don't acknowledge that, like, and then Kyle's like, um, everyone knows that everyone Kyle? who knows me knows that I'm first and foremost a mom. And like, that's not okay. And I'm like, in theory, it is kind of funny if someone gets so drunk they like tell someone else's kid yeah, to fuck off. But there's there but are with the, like, deeper racial tensions yes. amongst this cast. It becomes another issue altogether. Kyle, the Garcelle, Andy's like everyone was a little disturbed by you and Dorit, like and Mauricio, like tackling about tackling it, and, and Mauricio going, "I think it's great that she said that," but like. And then Garcelle's like, yeah, why did, why were you so tickled by that? And Kyle goes, she goes, oh, I, I, no, it's, it's just, it wasn't, I didn't think, looking back on it, I was more, Mo and I were mortified. We were mortified. It was just, I, I'm so, like, she completely, I love she taking starts it to projecting. anyone who knows me knows I'm a mom it's is like, also like, uh, okay, just like own what you said and that it was bad and like move on. I like Dorit's approach too, where she goes, When I saw it, I felt like I was punched in the stomach. I was like, All right. Cartel goes, Shut up, So did you have an out of body experience or what happened? And she's like, No, but it was really hard for me. And then. It's like no one can just take an L when it comes to Garcelle and be like... It's really... Because I think they are so terrified of being called racists that they can't just be like, yeah, that was fucked up. Sorry. And like, 
we shouldn't have done that. And then just move on. It makes me, I feel really, I feel so annoyed for on like, like watching, I feel frustrated for Garcelle that she's in this position where it's like no one can just be real with her. And like, she, she knows that she feels that. And she's just, I, you can see in this reunion, especially, I think she she almost looked like... Well, it's hard It's to... hard for her to navigate this because no one wants to, like, actually face her or talk to her. But the Bravo... And it isolates her. There's a Bravo element of it, too, where it's like, I think that the fact that there's no loyalty to cast members, and it truly is, like, if enough people Doggy on Reddit dog. call you a racist, you're really at risk of being fired by Bravo, and in these types of situations, I don't think it was racist of Erica to say fuck off to Jax. Like, it was fucking rude and fucked up. But I think that these women are clearly afraid that if they, like, try and defend themselves or even, like, admit it or be, like, even admit the honest truth, which is, like, if Garcelle had done that to, like, Farah or someone, one of Kyle's daughters that would have been like a way bigger issue. And that's like, okay to admit that, you know what I mean? Because that brings clarity to the situation. And then admitting it is the only way to move on and like clear the air and then like clear the dynamic in the way. And so they're being afraid to even admit that and then being paralyzed with fear over like the fact that they think that it's going to somehow be called racist to even just have a normal discussion and fight about someone's rude statement to someone's son is like a part of the bigger problem than I do believe that Bravo kind of set in motion by saying as a reactive thing to I think like the like racial reckoning of 2020 being like, we need to have more people of color on the show. And like, we want to have cast members that are having these like harder discussions. And like, that's what really needs to happen instead of just being like, we're going to be fucking normal and like diversify our shows and whatever happens can happen. They can talk about whatever, but we should just diversify and not make it like a mandate that these shows, which are meant to be like messy fucked up people being entertaining messes and then like hashing it out later have to be something else it's like this like bastion of like social discourse and change well, yeah we talked about this before it, it yeah. does feel like bravo does seem like they didn't it's like they didn't they weren't thinking about these things until people until told now them. but i, but then I in do the i do i honestly i do feel like erica whether she meant it or not just flippantly it it did have some i think it did have a little bit of like racist tension because like she wouldn't I, what, I think the point is like i don't think erica would have said that to like kyle or dorit's kids you know what i mean and it felt weirdly it felt there there was a tinge of it i think and i think that's what carcel i think that's what was like being picked up on and i don't think erica even meant it to be like that but it i did i do think like she it, it kind of unconsciously you know what i mean i do feel like there was some kind of weird i think it's a we bad look but i don't think that it's like i, I feel know. like I, if anyone was there at that time she probably would have been like fuck off there was something i don't know there was something i don't know if eric is racist but there was something like strange about it being him but that's just how i felt yeah 
EJ has been cleared for her trial. Thank you. She goes, let me get out my notes. I'll read them to you. And then read off, like, whatever the judge said. And apparently, like, Sutton texted her and was like, congrats, babe. And Sutton was like, pipes up for once. And she's like, I did. And I meant it. And I wouldn't have sent it if I didn't. And then she goes back into. Thank you. Thank you. And that's the truth. And then they talk about the EJ stuff. And I honestly, like, I get where Erica's coming from with her. I get what her stance is and why that is her stance. I'm not saying I think it's right. And I understand the arguments of people being like, you're not showing enough empathy. But also it's like, that's more of a problem, I think, for like, if she does not have that problem and does not feel the need to show empathy and I was like texting with friend of the pod Patrick Sandberg about this and we were like he was like I don't think that she knew what was going on I think that she then is like blindsided by all this I don't think she has a say in his like business dealings no I think it was a little blue jasmine yeah and I think that her life has been destroyed and it's like if she doesn't want to show empathy and like she's looking out for herself that's her prerogative and people's discomfort around her showing it or not showing it is more of their problem than it is her problem yeah i don't know i i'm i i agree with that i agree that i see here's i guess i'm like you know mary in the middle here <laughs> but like i i agree with you and i also agree that she should be showing more empathy I, I mean, guess I want my cake and eat to eat it too, but I I do think if she's performatively, I respect that she doesn't do like a performance. Yeah, I really respect that, and like, no, I guess what I'm saying is, I while I respect that and I kind of appreciate just being honestly selfish because it's like she's being true to what her agenda is, which is herself. Which I'm like, I do think that it's it's a, it is on a human level, it's a little shocking. Yeah, but. It, in that kind of position, she made an interesting point where she's they asked about like her house and does she miss like having lost all this stuff and blah blah blah. And she's like, I've never bitched once about like losing the house or losing a car, or losing this or losing that. And some and I was like, Oh, she really hasn't. Like it's kind of just like mm. she bet she, she bet she was like, Look at my house, look where I have to live now. I know, I but have to like clean my own I have to clean my own from like a hut. Like, she was basically calling her beautiful rental home in Hancock Park, like, like a shanty. I mean, going from... But what I'm saying is, I'm like, she did... I'm into the, just, like, her situation right. and her going through this situation where I think she's also a victim as well. Like, being blindsided and having all this shit come out and, like, losing her entire, like, livelihood, essentially. I understand where she's coming from and like how she's dealing with it and i appreciate that she's being very true to her own emotions and herself as she navigates this do i think it's right or wrong i don't really give a shit i just want to see like i just want to see like authentic behavior and honesty and i do think that it's like more if other people are uncomfortable they need to unpack that and like for these women to be like, I'd give the earrings back. Like, 
Sure, maybe you would, but like again, you don't know. You don't fucking know what you would do until you have lost every single thing in your life, yeah. and maybe that's all you have for to pay your legal bills or whatever. And then you can't really say that in theory. Like, yeah, take the fucking earrings. I don't want anything to do with this situation. Of course, you'd be like, I'd give them back. But like from a non-performative place, I'm like fucking work she also does i think out of everyone this season erica has owned up like she she was pretty like yeah what i did to garcelle son was shitty yeah she's owning it and she was like honest yeah i was a fucking mess i was drinking too much i was like numbing my pain so like in that way i i respect her because like kyle cannot for the life of her apologize or like take any kind of ownership and it's really fucking annoying because i think kyle takes it so personally and is like so she's racked with fear which we'll get into the ins and outs of because i think kathy plays a huge part and like her family and upbringing has played a huge part in that but like i was triggered ej is not a super emotional person in the first place so like she is emotional though and i i do think like at at the end of and at one point andy goes you know a lot of people have compared you to i don't know if you know this ruth madoff and he goes do you ever think about that or and she goes no i started dying because she goes (laughs) no you know what no i don't i don't think about ruth i don't and i was like for some reason her being on a first name basis with ruth but i was like and then she kind of starts crying and like she very, you know, hard bitch, like taking her tissues. And but it, it, it like that's got to be hard to hear uh, someone I think... just sort of flippantly being like, or not flippant, but just casually comparing you to Ruth Madoff. So it's like it's I think she's as much as she frustrates me and as much as like I've been horrified by her at times by mm-hmm. her behavior and like her callousness i do find there's something like very endearing about the way she's just fucking owning up to her shit yeah and like i'm she's a real real she's a real bitch that one and i love it and no i don't know ruth i don't think about ruth i don't think about ruth i think about me it's like okay fair enough i'm glad that you've stayed on tv and that you're stepping up to the plate and doing your job and like i I might not act the way that she acts in that kind of situation, but that's because right. we're both different people. Every, so, yeah, like I'm and I'm down and I was like, I respect you for just like owning it and not just trying to do. I think it's really shitty when I don't I don't like personally when people are doing something just because they're worried about like what other people are going to think or like what other people's judgments are going to be. And I like that EJ Global doesn't do that. She'll she'll do that for us. Yeah. Because like Kyle's very like you can tell she's just like terrified of judgments and like EJ's kind of not. And I'm like, that's dope. But make way for Miss Velvet Heels herself. (sighs) Ms. Kathy Hilton makes an appearance she's getting ready in her dressing room with her team she has a branding director named carol i was like carol's chaotic carol looked like miss frizzle i'm like i'm like that explains it when carol carol was shown she was like she's like let's let's make sure you get the uh what was she telling her to plug some kind of brand she said some high-end like designer anyway Kathy's yeah. wearing like 
Oh, like Oscar de la Renta or something? Goes, you know, she go, they go, this is a very Barbie look. And she goes, you know, Paris really put that, that pink Barbie thing on the map. She goes, when she was a kid, she, I gave her a bar. She's basically taking credit for Paris in this moment. She's like, I gave her, I threw her a Barbie birthday party until she was 35. And in my head, I'm like, well, that's not normal or healthy. I would have loved that. But also, like, no, but, but like, what's not normal is she's continuing to take credit. I think for well, Kathy Paris. wants she wants it so badly, but she's terrible. But like she's not built for fame. she's not built for fame. She should not she should not be on this show because she will eventually bury herself. She does not have what it takes to be on it. Though I pray that she continues to come back. Me because too. Because we will watch as this woman completely unravels in front of our very eyes. She also, you're so right. And like Paris and even Kyle, like they do, they do have what it takes. She, Kyle does have star power. Yeah. Kathy and Kyle, no, Kyle. Paris knows how to be famous. These are people who have also been working since they were like. Children. Children children in kyle's case and paris's case like since she was like 17 or 18 so she plays the hollywood game and knows how to do all this kathy's a woman that's been coddled her entire life has had everyone do everything for her and does not understand how shit works. works and i think that's why she got so much pushback when she's trying to like very inorganically and inauthentically promote her stupid tequila when she's like let's do this and everyone's like no because they all everyone know how to else play it. plays the fucking game and you can't just waltz in it's here so true and just the entitlement and her not understanding that if i were a cast member on that show that would rub me the wrong way too you're right it's kind of like play the game you know like this is we all do it the right this is we all do it the organic way, which is not organic at all. But like, we all do it the housewife way. Yeah. And you have to be, you have to play the game like everyone else. And you can't pick and choose when you want to enter and then think you're also going to be as friend of allowed to like plug stuff and then get that kind of attention. Until you have a diamond. I think, I think that's sort of, they were like, you have to sort of earn that. Yeah. And she didn't understand that. And I think she's it was such a she's a strange person she's really strange and i think she also like more than anything to me she's like bizarre i think she's a liar i I think she is lying i think her absolute body language her defensiveness whenever whenever she's sitting like this she was like bitch i think her dress was also too tight to like really sit up and like engage properly so she was like weirdly slanted which i was like all right go off i guess if that's how you want to be like she truly is not built for this world but she's not telling the truth i really and like you can come at me you can say like i do not believe as i I think she's been coached on what to say, but she's so bad at being on the show. She can't even get that out in a realistic way. And every time she gets defensive, I'm like, this is a defense mechanism. You're lying because I just know how people are. And like, if you ever in your life try and confront someone about something or that you have a conversation and then they get immediately defensive and try and throw something that has nothing to do with the conversation yeah. in your face. They're deflecting from the actual issue because they know what you're saying has weight and they don't want to talk about it. I, I, 
legitimately i i believe erica that she's she called okay so we'll... so they show the pack the clip package of like rinna being like Dull? he's fine okay. he just snarfed come here baby <laughs> he's fine <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, they show the clip package of Rinna giving kind of the download on every on the horrible night, and Kathy like can't even watch that with like a without trying to interrupt. She goes, "You want to swear on your life on the Bible?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sure she would do that." Like, I do. I think Rinna is exaggerating a hundred percent. Do I think she's traumatized, has PTSD, no. and feels abused? No, but I think it makes good TV and I think she's a soap opera actress, actress so she's doing the soap thing and I live for it. And do I also think that Rinna was did drive people away from the show? Absolutely. I think Rinna has been a terrorist on the show for the last five years. Rinna's cutthroat and she's also a worker. She's someone who has worked yeah. and worked and worked and then gotten here and that's part of the gig of her gig i'm again not saying it's right or wrong but i'm just saying she's like, doing her job she's a troublemaker yeah. she's the villain mm -hmm. and so then they try they get into like the origins of kathy's anger and they're like you seem to have lost it at the kimosabi store when rena ordered the 818 tequila it really set you off and then she enters this like really bumbling explanation where she's like i i, I thought that the the Kamo Sabe uh, store and Kyle, Kyle Porkow, she goes, it's Kimosabi. And she goes, Kim, Kamo Sabe. She goes, Kimosabi. Kimosabi. She's really and I was plugging like, Kyle. Kyle's heartbroken. And this, I think, was a big sister dig because she knows Kimosabi is Kyle's safe space and her favorite place in the world. And I think that this is what Kathy does. I was like, she as a big sister who has pulled this shit with siblings. It takes one to know one, and I know what she was doing. And yeah. she was trying to cut Kyle down and make it. fun of her store. And I was like, you're a cunt for that. I get it. You know, I mean, you know what the fucking name is, Kathy. I'm a, I'm a younger sibling. Did I, you clock that, too? Yes. Yeah. I, I've, been, I've been there. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Every younger who has an older knows yeah. that move. Kyle but, was hurt. Okay, and this is something else that I'm. I see people being like, Kyle's tears are so fake. I'm like, no, uh, no, 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 no. She were was real. That was a real 
codependent breakdown moment like she that was like i was feeling like my al-anon was just like i was like like watching her and you can i just they're undeniable she was legitimately no, that was 100 real emotion she was having sort of a childlike reaction she was a full baby in that moment she had a nervous break like she was <laughs> like okay sorry to interrupt but then they go into so kathy said she thought that that Kimosabi outing was meant to be a tequila tasting for her stupid fucking French tequila, which it wasn't. Like, no, Kathy. it was not. It was an outing to go get cowboy hats and have a guy flame them. And like, it was a Kyle in Aspen moment because she's a real housewife of Beverly Hills. You're a friend of. You're lucky that we even talk about your stupid tequila. So then I was like, okay, well, Kathy's psychotic if she thinks that's what it, the setup was. And then bullshit. Kyle brings up the point. She's like, every time, like, again, like, you think it's my fault that I didn't, you were mad that I didn't, what am I supposed to say to Rinna? Like, you can't order this thing. And then I saw what the dynamic is between them, how Kyle then gets the blame for everything. Kathy won't be honest about that on this reunion, but from the way Kyle's reacting, I can tell that that's true. And she knows that every with every minute that passes by, Kathy gets angrier and angrier and angrier at Kyle. And Kyle knows she will pay for this, like, dearly. And she knows that. And she's not strong enough right now to be like, fuck you. Like, this is your problem, not my problem. And, like, I'm not going to allow you to do this to me anymore. But she's still in a place of feeling, like, terrified. And I felt for her because I'm like... I get it why you want this to be okay. But like, I don't think until Kathy can own that she does do that to Kyle and decides to change that dynamic in their relationship, I don't think they're going to have true healing with each other. No, and I think Kim does it to Kyle too. I think Kyle's the youngest, right? She's the youngest. I think Kyle's like the scapegoat of the family. And I think she's, I think in like the dysfunctional system, like Kathy's the hero kim's the identified patient who's like everyone's worrying about and Mm -hmm. kyle's the scapegoat i think kyle's the punching bag for the family Mm -hmm. and i think kyle's fucking annoying and like she's irritating but i i feel i felt really badly for her and i i just don't i was surprised to see people being like she's so fake look at her trying to you know get attention and it's like no she's having a like this is like almost like we should not be seeing this kind of moment yeah but i was living oh me too but it was like it was almost watching them hereditary vibes but it was like watching them in family therapy together and kathy when kathy comforted kyle and she put it kyle actually like terrified at that moment she like recoiled a little because that was performative comfort to come across as like a loving big sister on this reunion and it was a threat and it was not at all how she actually feels and kyle knows that and i think in ever the end even dorit being like why are you like what dorit i'm like you're out to lunch girl shut the fuck up i loved when kyle was like you don't need to weigh in right now like just i love you but just don't even say a word but kyle at the end is like you can see her like she's scared because she knows what's coming yeah so then andy's like walk me through like what happened (laughs) also how i know kathy's lying 
is she goes on this E! News podcast or a show or something and she says, like, people thought I was said I was melting down. That never happened. Like, I don't know what they're talking about. And then on the reunion, she admits like, oh, I did have a moment. And I'm like, when you backtrack in a story, you're a liar. You're a liar. Period. The end that you are a fucking liar. So then she's like, apparently tried to pay the DJ to play her Michael Jackson song. She goes, because that's what you do. I, you know, you do it. I don't know how they do it in Aspen. I'm not. A, she goes, I'm not a member of this club. Which again, was again a dig, at Kyle. And a dig. But I've been coming here for thirty years, and I know that you can in the south of France pay or a request for the south of France and in Paris a flex of money to shut people up. That was such a dig at Kyle to say like I'm not a member, mm-hmm. like you fucking asshole. And then EJ, this she God bless won her. me back. She goes, so Kathy came up furious because the manager was like, no, we're not going to do that. Like, go back to L.A. or whatever. And Kathy does not like being told no and not getting her way. So she goes up to Kyle and, like, grabs her and is like, we're fucking out of here. And Kyle was like, no, I'm having fun. Like, I'm live laughing and loving in my favorite place. Like, don't talk to me like that. And then everyone could see that she's getting mad. And uh, EJ was like, Kathy, what's wrong? Like, what's going on? And allegedly, Kathy said... We're leaving because the DJ is an old fucking pit. And Bravo investigated it. And it came down to just like EJ is the only one that heard her say that. And it was just Kathy and EJ in that moment. I fully believe EJ. I I 1000% believe it. I can see her hugely saying that. Well, then and then she goes, everyone who and then she she says something like she goes, Everyone who knows me knows I don't talk like that. One, I'm like, I don't believe that. I don't believe that she goes, at all. Everyone who knows you probably knows you talk like that all the fucking time. And she goes, and then Eric goes, everyone knows me knows I'm not. She goes, everyone who knows me knows I'm not lying. And then, and then Kathy kind of, I, th- I thought this was a little funny. I thought but this it, was shameful. She goes, really? She goes, I think I have a little more credibility than you. She goes, I have a sterling record. I'm like, really? A sterling Kathy? record and reputation? Like, fuck Kathy, off. you don't vote. Kathy, you <laughs> like, don't do anything you don't do anything this is the first job job you've you've ever ever had had. for her to come for ej like that after she's been like very honest and like showing that That i was like you're fucking shameful for that and also you did say it because you wouldn't be putting up this thing and you would not be doing that to her if there was not some modicum of truth and then she turns to kyle she goes kyle Kyle and then Kyle turns and she goes and she's and so- the way Kyle was just not saying anything because Kyle knows the truth which is that this is how Kathy acts when she's mad and she can't do anything except say I support my sister my sis she's my sister and I support her but Kyle if you notice never once says she would never say anything well she like goes that. Kathy goes what I ever say she goes you believe me right and then Kathy Kyle quietly goes mm-hmm. and she goes which wasn't a yes no Kyle and it's so interesting the way she talks to Kyle. It's like she talks to her like she's a dog. Yeah. She's like, Kyle. My favorite moment. And this is truly like this is a woman who does not understand how the world works, has never existed in any sort of real world capacity outside of just having wealth and having everyone do everything for you. When Kathy goes, uh, let's talk about that text message because I have my phone and it's not here. And Marina goes, really? She really? Goes, really? Why and wouldn't I have it on my phone? And in my head, I'm like, because you deleted it. Yeah, EJ you goes, 
you could have deleted it. <laughs> I literally was like, no, not Kathy trying to be like, that text message doesn't exist because it's not on my phone. Like, okay, that's, this is, this is, how this her is so crazy works. to me. This is so, this is why it's, this is so crazy to me because I'm like, the people, people I respect are riding for Kathy's dick. And I'm just like, absolutely um, wait, not. what? Absolutely she is not. really, I'm like, this is an imbecile. This is a, this is a, like, you are standing this person who's like, that's her big gotcha moment is, oh, the text doesn't the exist. <laughs> I'm my, like, look, I have my phone. Because you not deleted here. it, you fucker. I love EJ. <laughs> well, you could have deleted I it. I know, but I was just like. <laughs> And this is this is how bad like i'm not even like She's again i'm not fucking... even like a rinna or ej head but i'm just like they're to me somehow they're making this the most especially erica rinna rinna, rinna needs <laughs> I, I don't mean, trust rinna i that, also am like but why are erica you i so like quiet? weirdly trust her more than i absolutely trust her. it's so great in this situation well, you could have deleted it well you could have deleted it and then rinna's like why would i make this up why she would... looks at her phone she goes it's here and then kathy says because your contract she goes baby your contract this is, is another up. flex and then erica go and you hear erica in the background going ah ha, 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 ha. here though is what i think is despicable and i think kathy doesn't pick up on this because she's too rich to understand how fucked up this is but this is also something that I think a really wealthy out of touch person would do and think is acceptable to do to another person in this situation is like laugh about their contract to them and try basically the underlying message is like you need to work and you need a job. So you had to do all this. I don't need to do this. And you know that. And like, I was like, you're wrong for that. Again, I, I, and I, I wish that someone Laura, would say this, feel, but I'm like, this woman is, I just hit my little dog. This woman's lying. I, okay. She I is really, a liar. I really feel gaslit because I, I feel like the Kathy Hilton industrial complex has just taken hold and people being like living for our queen, dragging EJ left and right, dragging Rinna. And I'm like, what? Like, are you? Because they would, they can't under, they can't. The truth is too horrifying for them to fully grasp. Okay, honestly, if Kathy just owned, I would actually be like, kind of stan her. If she just like if was she said, like, yeah, I said yeah, that, I, and I, I was really mad. It was bad of me. I shouldn't have said that. I would have been like, love my low key homophobic queen. I would have like, been like, she's an ally. But, but like, I just like, <laughs> it's it's taken a new. It's just like, it, it's like, be real with yourselves. Do you not think the People woman married to... to the heir of the Hilton Hotel, like? Do you not think fucking someone who has Hilton as their last name might be? Paris was literally on a hot mic. Remember that video of her in the tab being like, oh, gay guys are so gross. They all have AIDS. Do you remember uh, that? Yeah, I watched all of the videos from the Paris Exposed era. And that was like on the kind side of the shit she was caught saying. And I think when you're saying that kind of stuff and using that language as a young adult you're learning you've learned your it from somewhere and you've grown up around people who are comfortable talking like that yeah you can't and like people always and then people being like and then like obviously people, paris is like iconic but it's like people are like she's amazing and i'm just like okay we all really wanted to forget that era which is fine i get wanting to like leave yeah. the past in the past but like here's the deal is also i think that people have delusions of their own grandeur where they see 
women like this on TV and they're like, I could be like that someday. So they want to like stan in order to because they aspire to that kind of outlook and lifestyle or they want to suck up to the oppressor yeah they want to be friend they want like the the bully to like them so they're like secretly it's something that they can never admit but it is and it's also like the family dynamics on display and like the underlying shit that was going on was so fascinating but i was like this is really ugly and like I knew watching, I was like, people aren't ready to like really take in what this, what's actually going on because it is so dark. And I think it mirrors a lot of people's relationships in their own family. And that's hard to talk about. And they said, so Kyle goes on to be like, this is really, she starts, she starts like heave crying where she's like, (laughs) like she's freaking out because she knows all of this is true too. And And she says, she knows it's true and she knows she's going to be punished for it and she feels powerless about it. She goes, my, all my life, I'm the one that gets blamed in my family. She goes, and this trickles down not only with my sisters, but it's with their kids who I love a lot. And like, it's painful for me. And Andy's like, yeah, you know, we've been seeing a lot. Paris liking a lot of tweets about, you know, anti-Kyle tweets. And then Kyle's like, yeah, and that's really fucking painful for me. And he goes to Kathy. He goes, Farah's or whoever is getting Farrah, her. Kyle's getting married. Firstborn daughter. Like, who's close are you going to with- go to the wedding? And Kathy goes, I'm very happy for her, which also was like, no, I like wouldn't say yes or no. And is holding all this stuff over Kyle's head. And I just wish my hope for Kyle is that she can move find away. some sort of peace and move away because she's not like it's not- there's nothing here for her to live in this state of like constant fear about knowing what a monster your sibling can be, but then never being able to be like honest about that and never being able to be honest about being like, you're acting fucked up to me right now. And I can't say anything because like, this is our dynamic, but I really want that to change. It takes two people to have that. And like, I hope that she can like find become empowered enough to like move away from it yeah just move away from it or set like a boundary sometimes and understand that it has like she doesn't have to take that on anymore sometimes the most powerful thing you can have is when you just realize a relationship you think you need to have you don't yeah and you can walk away from it because she's choosing to engage in this relationship yeah and then you can choose not to engage and it's your life can be better yeah (laughs) the thing to like Dorit her being like this is fucked like I know how this is gonna go and blah 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 and Dorit going but you're gonna work through it you're both gonna work through it I'm like Dorit you have no idea what you're talking about like look at Kathy right now she literally is like it's like an evil presence that's like sucking the life out of Kyle she goes oh you're both gonna be better for it (laughs) just hang in there and she's suddenly become like an old Irish, like Whitney Rose. Oh, you're both going to be better for it. Just hang in there. And then Kyle's like, can you fucking wait? And then she goes, well, we're all hanging on here to wait and waiting to move on from this. I'm like, giving you the space to figure it out. And it was like, they're not going to figure it out. Look at Kathy's body language. Like, she's so fake. It's actually terrifying. Like, I was scared. That was so mean about the Farrah thing. Yeah. And and I'm very happy. for. It's like, okay, your daughters and... Paris and Farah, I think, are like best friends. Like that's very rude. Like that's they're the Did, kids. I will say, like, just and this is all like my like parasocial. The 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 children. It seems like they've worked a way where they stay close, like the cousins. Mm-hmm. And I think it's 
seemed like that from all I, my, my investigating of their social media. And that's, again, so just social media. But, like, we don't know what's really happening. But it seems like they're close. Yeah. So, like, that's so painful. Must be for Farah to hear your aunt say, like, maybe. Well, to make the kids pay for your own personal problems is another sign that you're immature and, and you don't know how to deal with actual issues emotions, and problems yeah. and emotions so then kyle and then kathy like she what goes if- we're sisters love you and like forces kyle to hug her in the most fake like scary scary i was like this woman i don't trust the thing that comes out of her mouth and this is so this is actually ter- it terrified me she goes we're sisters of course we'll work it. love you and then she kind of saunters her way and she goes all right bye and then she kind of saunters off and gets into a golf cart and rides off she was a night. nightmare and then gets in a golf i was like you're the devil, and I too have seen the devil, and its name is Kathy Hilton. What if you were driving on like the 101 at night in the rain, and you looked by and you saw Kathy in a golf cart going to the Universal City Hilton? What would you do? Swerve into it, run it off. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kyle, and then they do their. It's like after that, it's like Kyle fugues. They do their cheers. Kyle's their toast to the season. Unwell. Rinna has said two words this whole episode. A what lot of Rinna's. The, we'll never stress. know what was in the Manila. I love Rena going, oh, really? Oh, really, Kathy? Because also she- Kathy tries to like throw Rena under the bus. And I do something I respect about Rena. She's like unthrowable under the bus. You really can't. You can't get her. She has no. Her wheels are always. She spinning. has no shame. She has no shame. And I like that. She has no. She has no. She's. It's she's renovation, baby. She's all in. I told you I was radicalized. They do a toast and Kyle just cannot handle it and goes to her dressing room and it's like five minutes later. I love Kyle being Andy going like, Doug, what are we going to do here? Kyle's a wreck. And then they like go through. He asks like softball questions to everyone. And then he goes, we're going to go do a toast of the Dorit drink. And Kyle goes, do I have to? And he goes, no, you don't. Then they hug and it's like kind of weird. Yeah, I was like, is this a hug? Like, I get it. Or a hug? Just like, like what is this hug? And, then she's, and EJ and then goes, thanks for the PTSD. And like, <laughs> honestly, my fucking queen. Yeah, EJ like, was the dark horse. You've done it. You've MVP. done it. Keep but, EJ. Keep Rinna. Keep Kathy. Keep Kyle. Keep them all. Keep them all. Let's see it. Add Cherie. Add Cherie. Give Cherie and Kathy diamonds. Diamonds. I know Cherie. Oh, I know. Honestly, I am wait. Cherie is going to come in, and I know she. You is. could cut Crystal and Sutton. I hate to say that, but you could demote them to friends of. Ooh. Sutton wasn't earning. Didn't earn the paycheck in this reunion. Crystal infuriates, but doesn't have enough. She doesn't have enough skin in the game. She's not piping up enough. Garcelle has the power to be the lead housewife. Everyone is so terrified of Garcelle. I think she should use that to her advantage. I just love her. But I'm also like, Garcelle, why are you team Kathy? She's she's mad at she's mad at Erica. And she hates Rinna. She hates Rinna. Which I'm like, honestly. Which I get that. I get. <laughs> Garcelle. But we need yeah. I think I don't, Garcelle I think Garcelle, I think Garcelle is can rule team, with an iron fist of fear. I think Garcelle Kathy, is oh. team anyone like Garcelle is, I think she felt catharsis when Kathy said that thing about EJ, which it was kind of like no one had said that to her. Like, yeah. you you don't have credibility right now. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone was afraid to say that to EJ. And I think her saying it 
was sad. It was like kind of satisfying. It was well, it's the like... only person that can say that where EJ won't flip out. Yeah. But it also, I think, was a really low blow and a deflection of the yeah. actual truth. And I don't have respect for a low blow deflection. But it was fun to watch a little bit. To me, I was like, when it's a low blow like that, where you're just truly trying to not take responsibility, I think it's a cheap shot and it takes the fun out of it. And then Kathy got into a pumpkin and rode home. Mm-hmm. And then Kathy Kyle's... got in a pumpkin and sat at the top of the hill. And then the producers said, you ready? One, two, bye bye, And rolled her down the hill. And she rolled, rolled, rolled all the way back to Bel Air. And then in Kyle's dressing room, Dorit's just like, I look at you both like sisters. I'm like, Dorit. Dorit. Shut up. I forgot Dorit was even there. I guess you she could be around. I like the looks. She could be demoted too. I think let's like have everyone fight it out. Bring also, if Kathy says that she wouldn't a huge tell that she's a, a liar is like she gave some interview to TMZ or someone that was like, I won't come back if Rina and EJ come back. And I was like, that's because they know your fucking number and you don't want to confront that. I saw the video too. I was very disappointed in Faye Resnick. I know. I was like, Faye, what the fuck? Why are you hang- like <laughs> you're hanging out with? She's Kathy chosen right Kathy. Now? I hate that. Faye, the morally corrupt, the morally Faye corrupt Resnick Faye Resnick strikes again. So guys, guys, you're we're, we're we finally you done twenty four episodes. I know it feels good to be done. It's great. Feels like we just finished like a thesis. A double header Wednesday night like into thursday is tough so i'm i was reaching a breaking point so i'm glad now we just have slc tickets for our january shows at the dynasty typewriter in los angeles are on sale right now january 11th and january 18th a mini residency come see one come see both come to both go do it do it it's gonna be so fun get ready to be shunked yeah we're gonna bring the shunk and all bye Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff.